0: nature of this program, listener discretion is advised. Come on God, answer me. The years I'm asking you
1: Smart, motherfucker. English motherfucker, 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 motherfucker. We're not gonna <laughs> store <laughs> the motherfucker. motherfucker. I'm on the motherfucker. 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 I'm a mushroom cloud laying motherfucker, motherfucker. Motherfucker.
0: Hey, <laughs> uh, uh, uh. you're clothes, motherfucker. Sword rat may taste like pumpkin pie, but I never know because I wouldn't eat the filthy motherfucker motherfucker. motherfucker. The one that said bad motherfucker. That's my bad, motherfucker. Goddamn motherfucker. Motherfucker. It's just a coincidence that you were talking about the Jack and Triumph show, and I'm here. Thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Hey man, this is Kevin Smith Guy makes all those unlistenable podcasts over at Smodcast.com, and you're listening to the Two Strangers, One Podcast. This is podcasting. You're listening to Two Strangers, One Podcast. Subscribe to us on iTunes or on the Stitcher app for Android devices please visit twostrangers1podcast.net. Now, here's Chris Cologne and Austin Chudy.
2: Well, hello and welcome to Two Strangers 1 Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Austin. And basically what we're going to do is we're just going to watch the Infinity War trailer over and over for an hour and just keep riffing on it over and over and over again. If you want to participate, just go to YouTube and bring it up, but it's not the Katy Perry version. <laughs> <laughs> Katy <laughs> Perry's an Infinity... Well, it, it's that's sort of weird that that was the first result on YouTube when I looked up Infinity War trailer.
1: That's the. For some reason,
2: don't have an ad blocker. On Chrome. <laughs> I thought. Well, I, no, I do have an ad blocker. I think I do. I might have turned it off for for uh, this is a, YouTube. This is a fucking riveting <laughs> show. Well, you know, it, this that that's what this is. Is a, a casual conversation between two people uh, when we get ready to uh, record. We're, and we're actually recording this before work, so like we can't we, we can't go two hours. It's
1: gonna
2: be, it's gonna be a rush job. Uh, well, no, because. <laughs> I mean, I don't know because you like to get to work early,
1: right? I do. I, I mean, if I'm not out the door by two o'clock, I feel like I'm late. Oh my god! And it takes yeah. you
2: like half an hour to get.
1: About, yeah. I, I always stop at my girlfriend's work, say hi, or like run coffee or something. So. Oh, I mean, so we're on the
2: time limit today. Hey, like, no, so oh, we're, okay
1: we're <laughs> so, She'll understand we podcasts and You're like, hey, sorry I didn't make it. Please. Not swinging can, by your job. Kind of sleep in the bed tonight, though. Is that
2: cool? <laughs> <laughs> so, well, uh, we still have the uh, the guinea pigs. Yeah. Uh, is that still politically correct to eh? say guinea pigs? Uh, they're they telling
1: <laughs> American
2: pigs, <laughs> <laughs> and um, and the hamster. So we'll see who makes a, who makes an uh, an appearance yeah. audio wise on the podcast. All I, right, I
1: so. gave the guinea pigs lettuce right before we started, so hopefully, if we mm-hmm. crinkle something, they don't freak out. My <laughs> intestines but...
2: crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Uh, well, good. they they, ser- they, yeah, they, they certainly they certainly perked up. Like, yeah. Yeah, but we just finished eating big giant leaves of lettuce. Mm. But um okay, so since the last episode, since the last episode you were on, because thankfully now, it's funny how like all of a sudden that I kind of introduced you to the show. Now Paul's like, oh yeah, we can record, we can record. <laughs> you're my insurance policy. I'm sure unrelated. You're my you're my Hollywood Babylon, to for those who've been following <laughs> oh, that God. saga, the uh, the you know Rob Garman no longer works at K Rock, and I have to tell you, I listened to the Kevin and Bean podcast. And it was the, you know, obviously at this morning show, it's usually morning shows like four or five hours a day or whatever. So it's obviously like the highlights. And so I listened to the podcast and the podcast, you know, it was about an hour long and they put them out every two or three days. And Ralph was that show. Kevin and Bean are not. I mean, I don't be wrong. They've been around because, I mean, Ralph alone has been part of that show for 18 years and they've been around. I mean, I remember in the early 90s when Howard Stern was getting syndicated to other towns Howard Stern made a big deal about like attacking the local guys at the time. So I remember hearing about Kevin Bean years ago, but you know, if you, I could only imagine how horrible that show is going to be. Cause I technically, I'm still like subscribed on Stitcher. I got to unsubscribe like to make my voice hurt. Like you, <clears throat> you fired, you fired Ralph. This
1: is bullshit. I'm, I'm not listening to one of your podcasts ever again. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> and it, you know, so, uh, so, there, yeah, so you're my, and so Ralph has his, Ralph is gonna kind of guess continue on with the Babylon, and hopefully this 2018 they'll start visiting all the cities, which would be awesome if they did a Babylon, Western New York, you know, either Buffalo. I mean, Rochester would be ideal, but very likely be Buffalo since Kevin seems to like hitting Buffalo. Yeah. Um, but if they did one up here, that would be fucking awesome. Um, so like, you're you're my Hollywood Babylon. The way the way Ralph <laughs> has like like Hollywood Babylon is his fallback. Yeah. Like but you know, calls your K rock. Pulls <laughs> my K rock. That's <laughs> such a, a shitty thing to say this week. Yeah. And uh, so we both listened to the. I mean, the podcast. We're talking about another podcast, but uh, Ralph had uh, went. He, he had given his side of the story. They had a home show where he had told his side of the story, and uh, because I guess they're going to be doing Denver, Colorado. I think no, they did Denver. They're doing Denver tomorrow. The day we we're recording this, right. they're doing Denver tomorrow. No, no, Saturday. Oh, Saturday. Kevin
1: thought it was Friday.
2: <laughs> And uh, see, we're both full fucked up. Mm. But uh, so they were doing the show. So he's like, why bother all these people in Denver about a L.A. radio show? Let's do a home show. And uh, But I thought it was really interesting in today's climate that for, he, he got a chance to say goodbye. He did his last uh, Holly, uh, uh, Hollywood beat. What was it? Uh, Jesus Christ. I listened to show, I business, listened, show business. business beat. And so he did his final show business beat and he goes, you know, this is my last Kevin and Bean show. And he was kind of had, they kind of gagged him on what he can say, what he can't say. He basically just said, this is my last show and then walked off, you know. But then in this fucking climate of, of think people getting fired for like sexual harassment and stuff like that, he had a, they he had, a, they had to bring him back to yeah. specifically <clears throat> say, oh yes, I'm fired, but I'm not fired because
1: of yeah, well, sexual well, harassment charges. It, it wasn't like they pulled him back. Like I, I guess he does like, showbiz beats in a day or something like after the second people started talking so they're like already on twitter yeah so they're like next time you go out you need to make sure this is known yeah (laughs) but bringing them back after the family all right well that was my last thing hey just so everyone knows this wasn't a sex thing that that tells everyone oh this is a sex thing
2: But it's, it's like, you know, it's so sad that in this day and age, it's like, yes, I'm being fired, but I'm not being fired because I'm a creep. <laughs> I'm being fired because my boss is a fucking asshole. Oh,
1: there they go.
2: Yeah. <laughs> they just ran into their, their bag. Yeah. Why do guinea pigs have a sleep in a bag? Is that a thing?
1: I, I mean, they seem to enjoy <laughs> it, so I guess it's a thing.
2: It shuts them up. <laughs> <laughs> now the bag is moving.
1: It's like turned into a giant robe. <laughs> yeah. All right. Creepy so fucking pigs.
2: So since, now, the funny thing is that uh, I haven't released episode. We, I originally asked you to come on the show to, to speak about Stranger Things. Yeah, and
1: then we got a whole episode of content before we even got to Stranger Things. Yeah,
2: we had a whole episode. Uh, I have the first, us discussing the first two Stranger Things episodes, yep. which I kind of will be like my one in the poop shoot, you know, ready to go in case we don't record or whatever. Yeah, I, know,
1: I know you like to have one in the poop
2: shoot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes two. <laughs> Three if I had a couple of drinks. Uh, but, um... But since then, uh, and it feel, it's so weird because like you were like you gotta gotta see gotta see Stranger Things gotta see Stranger Things
1: gotta finish so we can talk about it and then yeah. not let anyone know.
2: <laughs> and then right after then uh, since then yeah. Punisher. Yeah. And Punisher sort of came out of nowhere because it was supposed to be released right around New York Comic Con, yeah. and they were I I believe they were even planning to do something at New York Comic Con. They were going to do
1: a panel and they canceled it because
2: of the Vegas shooting. Yeah, the Vegas shooting. Um But then like I guess Netflix just said. Fuck it, 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 it. If we have to postpone Punisher every time there's a shooting in the United States. No one's ever
1: going to see Punisher.
2: <laughs> and, you know, I mean, Harvard, we're laughing about tragedy, but because uh, we can. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that being said, um, you know, not only did they give a trailer, like they gave a trailer with playing fucking Metallica, yeah. which is my, I mean, I'm wearing a Metallica shirt right now, um, you know, with uh, one. Of all songs, one which is sort of was like a, a, a anti-military song based on Johnny has his gun. Mm-hmm. Sort of a it's 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 weird because that's what I felt about the Punisher is mm-hmm. that they definitely addressed gun control and of, and of mental health uh, the, and, well, they, and post-traumatic they, they stress disorder.
1: Gun control and mental health and all that by putting just ridiculous strawmen on both sides of the issues. Mm-hmm. So like the you know. You know, fourth Second Amendment guy was just this lying asshole who's just like <laughs> roping in veterans to be like, "Hey, we need to defend our rights." And turn you know, he he was never announced. Stolen valor, <laughs> stolen. I, I don't want to
2: say yeah, stolen valor. No, 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 valor
1: definitely stolen valor because he like you know got a, a fake medal. He, was, he, was, he was yeah, flashing
2: a, a silver star yeah, or whatever. Yeah.
1: But but then on the other side, you had the congressman or whatever who was just like a very like. Oh, we need common sense gun control, all this stuff. But then the hypocrisy was he, you know, hired a private military company to protect him while he was going on that <laughs> campaign. Just, and no, no, no one comes out looking good in it. Which I guess is the answer you need to have if you don't want to actually take a stand. Yeah,
2: it wasn't heavy handed. It wasn't like you know oh, we're gonna ram the, ram this down your throat. <laughs> it's
1: better than they have points on both sides. Mm-hmm. It's better to be like, well, neither side is a hundred percent right, <laughs> so. Here's Frank Castle just killing. I was to say, on
2: top of everything, I was like, I mean, at least the show was brave enough to address gun control. Yeah. And this was way before any kind of tragedy or whatever. I mean, there was previous tragedies, but the more, not the more recent one. But it's sort of like, let's address gun control, but let's also have the most bloodiest fucking, I mean, I can't think of anything, you know, we have to keep in mind this is relatively Disney related. This, yeah. Disney made this show. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite possibly the most bloodiest thing that's ever come out of Disney. That I'm aware... I mean, other than the probably... I'm probably ambling and... The entire probably... planet
1: dies in Dinosaur. Other than that, though, no. <laughs>
2: yeah. But Dinosaur is what? What is it? A comet or something?
1: Yeah. It's like a higher body the yeah. <laughs> <punisher. laughs>
2: yeah, but I mean, you know... it This show is so bloody. And especially like the last like two or three episodes. It was just... And I happened to watch those three in like one binge night, you know, like, like, um, it's like four o'clock in the morning, like one more episode. Mm -hmm. Cause I I knew it was the last episode. So I'm like, like,
1: we we getting into spoilers.
2: Um, I guess by now we can, we can spoil it because if you haven't watched, it's
1: been weeks, pay $8.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And I don't pay $8. I I still got a chance to watch it. (laughs) No, I will. I'm not promoting, um, illegal downloading of television shows. He's just a hypocrite. (laughs) But, uh, so yeah, so what, what what do you want to get into? a Spoiler. Or?
1: Oh, just that the fight with Billy Russo on the carousel. Yeah, is that the the last two fights? Not really two kills, but the last two fights are just the most brutal. Mm-hmm. Certainly that I've ever seen on Netflix. I'm trying to think if there's movies that have been more brutal than like like 28 days later and weeks later. Did the thumbs in the eyes thing mm-hmm. that they do with Agent Orange,
2: which we had we had mentioned that we you and I spoke about. That was a really good shot. It
1: looked so good. It, it looked so real, and I, I think the actors dead. And I'm like,
2: <laughs> I'm like, you know, was it was it a practical effect head that he was jamming his hands into? Was it his hands were going into a practical head that was CGI'd on top of yeah, I, an actor's I, I, I think, face? I
1: think they just they shot matched it. They had the actor react, swapped him out. It was brilliant. It
2: was, yeah. you know, I mean, not that I know what a person... Person's eyes being gouged out by thumbs would look like in real life. But I'd, I'd imagine just it would the look like that. <laughs> blood shows up place. There's got to but there wasn't any eye juice. I, 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 right, I, your I, I <laughs> dear Netflix, more eye juice uh, when you gouge someone's eyes out.
1: Also, more eye juice. Than
2: stranger Things. <laughs> and uh, so, uh, let me see what else. And now, keep in mind, like, I don't, I don't think I saw Punisher War Zone. I mean, oh, that might be.
1: I, <laughs> I so we, we, we live just north of the city. There's not really like roosters
2: around here. That is my alarm. That's oh, my.
1: To, to let you know that it's one o'clock and you're in the middle of a podcast?
2: <laughs> well, that's my. Because uh, we go to work at three. It's one yeah. o'clock. It's sort of like get your fat ass out of bed. Yeah. If, if you're still sleeping by this time.
1: If, if you're going to wash your sack today, now's the fucking
2: time. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so they were. Um, yeah, that's my bowl washing alarm. <laughs> But on uh... oh, that's
1: why it's a cock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, there's a relation. There you go, full circle. Do you have to pay to use that sound clip. <laughs>
2: oh, uh, it's, yeah, uh, fair use. <laughs> we're, we're, saying, we're reviewing the we're reviewing the alarm. I found the alarm very uh, effective and kind of uh, funny in an ironic, kind of way.
1: Yeah, I, I, I would say on a scale of all the alarms I've heard today, that is the only one. I, we just kind of woke up.
2: So. <laughs> um, now, what I was saying before my cock started making noise. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm, I never saw Punisher War Journal. I, Warzone. Zone, sorry. War Journal is a comic, excuse yeah. me. So one one of the comics. Oh. Um,
1: you didn't miss I, out on a lot of story with Warzone. You just missed out on a lot of good Punisher parts. So,
2: now, I mean, I I do I have seen the Thomas Jane one. I have seen the Dolph Lundgren one. I
1: haven't seen the Dolph Lundgren one, but, which I feel like is probably an okay thing to say. Yeah, <laughs>
2: it's, uh, but, I mean, uh, my point being is that, like, and even those, both those movies I haven't seen, like, since, like, the years they came out. Like, you know, I, I don't follow Punisher. So I was not familiar we're going to spoiler ter- territory about a character named Jigsaw, right. you know, sort of something that someone wrote on Facebook and I kind of read and they're like, oh, yeah, Billy Russo is going to become Jigsaw. And I didn't know that and I, I didn't know what was going on. And then the whole thing, the whole one of the things that I kept pushing upon us, here's this handsome gentleman, mm. you know, that's sort of his whole role is good looking guy. You know.
1: and, and when I was going into it, I didn't know off the top of my head that Billy Russo was Jigsaw's name. I just, you know, I'd see Warzone twice. I was like, oh, it's the guy that becomes Jigsaw. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure he was named Billy Russo in Warzone, mm-hmm. and he, he's not a handsome guy before the accident either. It's like he's it, just got kind of a fucked up face. Mm-hmm. But but and that was preserved for me that right up until he kicks his face into the glass, mm-hmm. I had no idea that was they were setting up Jigsaw. Yeah, they, and they, they, and that, they're, they're like, oh shit! No, he's leaving him alive. He's gonna be Jigsaw. Yeah,
2: grinding his face into the mirror and yeah. stuff like that, which sort of I felt was like a allegory, like them fighting each other, like yeah. brothers looking in the mirror, oh. you know. But then using the mirror to destroy his brother's face.
1: Yeah. I, I I would have taken it more of like a. His vanity thing, like oh, all these, all these guys, his good looks and his balls. And <laughs> the only thing he got in this world, Chico, is balls. And I, I've never actually seen Scarface. <laughs> a hoss is a, f-
2: f- was it no? So it was it's a, it. a pig that can't fly. Straight no <laughs> <Pig more>. that... <laughs> I only know that from a video game. <laughs> no, um, I, I forget the uh, the Homeland Security. Medi- I want to say Medina, and I know that's not it. Medina.
1: It's not. Medina is about. Forty minutes west of here, <laughs> M-
2: Madani. Madani. Madani plays a Homeland Security uh, official who, when I, nice in my in my mind when I first started watching, show, I'm like, that's a Hispanic actress. Stop fucking! Don't give me the bullshit that she's Middle Eastern. She just, but I looked her up online, like on Wikipedia, and she is everything. she's like a mutt. She's like, you know, Jewish and and Polish and 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 Scandinavian. And she's like I guess that's what happens when you. When all the colors combined, you you come up with that. You know, you end up with the rock slash Gal Gadot. Right.
1: <laughs> so, essentially, Pakistanis are the perfect people. They're like the Uber
2: men. Should. Yeah, they get the. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, and and when or, or Afghan okay. Yeah, and but but now the her mentor on the show, the guy named Rafi. Yeah. Was he supposed to be Middle Eastern? I because I, I the like kids songs. <laughs> I'm I'm ninety nine percent sure that actor was Hispanic. But I don't know if they were trying to Rafi could be short for Rafael, which is a popular Spanish name mm. or Rafi Rafi sounds more Middle Eastern. Mm. And I'm like, Okay, now now you're playing the fucking bullshit where you're saying here's a Hispanic actor he's supposed to be playing that uh, he's Middle Eastern. You know don't, know, don't get you know like Chris Rock said, you know, I uh you know, don't say that's Native American, that's just a Puerto Rican with a feather in his hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, um from a, that's his, one of his old comedy specials, but uh so I, you know, I was like, no, she's Spanish. But you know, once again, spoilers we're just talking about the Punisher. She gets into like a major car accident. Her and Punisher fucking play chicken. Mm-hmm. She gets T boned by Micro. <laughs> that sounds that sounds dirtier than I meant than it meant to be. I mean, if it's a Micro, <laughs> is it really getting T boned? <laughs> and so they show her bandages on her chest. I mean, bruise the fuck up. Then she goes to, then, like, then magically there's this whole sex scene. Then, like, Billy Rooster meets her and they fuck the night they meet. And he's railing her. But he, then, I mean, it's one thing to have, you know, they're having, like, intense sex. But, like, he's grabbing her right where she's black and blue. And it's not, like, she's not wincing. And I don't think. Maybe she's, like, into it like Daredevil, man. If she's, in, like,
1: I, I don't know. You know she likes Bur- the pain. Maybe Matt Murdoch's not the only masochist in Manhattan.
2: Now, is this the first series, if I'm not mistaken, without Night Nurse? Without, uh, Rosario Dawson? Cause I was, yeah. we did not see Rosario Dawson. I was waiting for, no,
1: the, uh, give me the, her two, is she supposed to be like? The, the one-legged veteran is the Night Nurse for this one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Curtis?
2: No. Kurt, Curtis. Curtis, yeah. yeah. See, I'm, I'm, har- I'm horrible with names. Yeah. But, uh, you know.
1: You seem to know all the white ones. <laughs>
2: Medina, Medani <laughs> uh,
1: Billy Russo, Frank Castle, <laughs> Lewis—you know the guy that's in three episodes. <laughs> Claire
2: Temple. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so we had Claire back from uh, Daredevil, who's now working for a newspaper. Yeah. I haven't watched any of the shows since like Daredevil season one, so I thought she was still their secretary.
1: Oh wait, you, you're you're going kind of blind to this whole
2: thing. Yeah, I, I didn't. I didn't watch the Defenders. Yeah. I didn't watch Jessica Jones. I didn't watch Iron you, Fist. Did I didn't watch season two. I didn't watch season two either.
1: Yeah, um, well, Nelson and Murdoch dissolves. Oh. Spoilers for something that came out last year. <laughs> um, Nelson and Murdoch dissolves, and she winds up working for the paper. Um, just kind of like when she was always following Ben Yurick's leads. Mm-hmm. She just, like, kind of got comfortable with his job and took his office. And oh. She's basically the, the Ben Yurick now.
2: And then we had Micro yeah. on the show, who I, I haven't looked it up yet, but I'm 99% sure is, like, a British actor. But he, he gave a pretty convincing American accent. If it's he's, not hard. <laughs> well, yeah.
1: I've been doing it my whole life.
2: <laughs> How hard can it be? Americans do it. Um,
1: Watch TV. Half the people you just looked at are British, and the other half are also British.
2: <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, it like sometimes... Well no, I guess that's true. It's always like you see an actor and then you see them like interviewed like on a they go to a talk show and you're like, I had no fucking idea they were <laughs> not American.
1: Oh yeah, when I played Doctor Strange, did you
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tangerine, the size of a tangerine. Um but Micro uh I thought Micro's wife was fucking gorgeous. You know, very sexy. Um, and once again, this being a Disney show, like it was one of the second to last episodes whatever, like he's, he's fucking his wife hard and like, and it was oh, pretty hot.
1: Like, like in the bathroom, all the kids are in the other room yeah. like, hey, fucking take a powder and play Monopoly without us.
2: <laughs> you know, for a show that, you know, doesn't, I mean, okay, it's Netflix and stuff like that. Um, something else pointed out to me that I didn't realize until until Kevin Smith brought it up is like, they don't say fuck. Yeah,
1: they, they can't say fuck. They can just illustrate the absolute essence of what <laughs> fucking is.
2: It's like, yeah, a husband could take his wife to the bathroom and fuck her silly. Like as, as but you can't say fuck. As
1: long as you don't see any holes or say fuck, you're in the clear. You yeah, can do
2: whatever you want. You can want. gouge a man's eyes out with right. your bare thumbs. Right. and
1: like you, you, you can tear a man a new asshole, quite literally. <laughs> you just can't show the original
2: one. Yeah. <laughs> And the show started a little, um, you know. He was Frank Cast, no, Peter Castiglione.
1: It was, it was a slow burn character study. Not much <laughs> about those. You know,
2: he's hammering fucking holes in walls.
1: Oh, he he came so close! I thought for sure he was hammering a skull into the wall in the
2: construction site. Yeah, but both would, the- would have been so on the nose, but
1: also like my new laptop background.
2: <laughs> like it would be this like he hammers out just the shape of the skull mm. and the eyes would be like two windows of a building across the street in the right. background or something like that it would be mm. um, just would, like put his hands up on his hips
1: <laughs> and like the american flags waving out in the background <laughs> and shit because it it's like netflix is the punisher
2: <laughs> and i mean thank goodness it wasn't that corny but still it, I, in the I, beginning I'm, it was just odd you know you know he's, he's he's a man on the run and he's hiding and he's working in a construction site but then there's, you know, there's bad shit going on at the construction. You know, he just happens to work at the one construction site that, you know, guys are gonna rob a mob mob boss or they're gonna mob like a mob poker game or something like that. Like, well, well, you know Thankfully like, he's there.
1: Yeah, you know, construction workers and government contractors and shit, they don't make a lot of money, so they, they need to have side hustles yeah. <laughs> you know, that that twenty five dollars an hour holding a sign on the side of the road only goes
2: so far. And yeah, so it's uh let me see what else. Uh, what else is there on the show? There's the Madani, her sidekick. Was her sidekick supposed to be gay? Is, was that a hinted that he was gay? Because he's, I think he had mentioned he had something. He had, said, he had said something about Billy Russo, or whatever. But it was sort of, I don't know if it was one man admiring another man who was supposed I, to be hinting I, I would, that he I would was gay. I, you
1: know, I look at Billy Russo. I'm like, yeah. I mean, if, I, <laughs>
2: if I had to pick between him and someone else, he'd probably him. <laughs> um, you know if i had to <laughs> uh you know the show was really intense yeah. you know I, I guess sort of it reminds me of like daredevil like well daredevil i could watch like two episodes and kind of take a break yeah. punisher i need to, i watched like one episode and then just took a break because it was very intense i was the
1: exact opposite i just i dove right in just <laughs> cleared it out in like two days just like oh I've, you know, got a half hour lunch. Let's watch half an episode and finish it when I get home.
2: But it was, you know, he kept flashbacking to his wife dying. He had he had different fantasies about his wife dying.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and each one sexier than the last.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, he kept like, you know, like, that That was like a reoccurring thing. It's always like him just waking up out of bed with his wife like, hi, honey. You know, then you realize There's
1: plenty of time now that you're home. You fucking see it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, with, there's the, uh. He's, there was a, there was, okay, he was, oh, then there's the, the PTSD guy, the, 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 the soldier. Oh,
1: uh, that Lee, was Lee Harvey Oswald from 112263. Oh, that's him? He got kind of pigeonholed. Oh, wow. It's, it's like, what are you doing? I'm hunting fascists. I'm going to kill JFK. And then this is like, we got to take down this government too. <laughs> wow. I, <laughs> I didn't know he was in 112263. Yeah, he is pigeonholed as the lone gunman who <laughs> dies trying to make a difference. <laughs>
2: Wow, I didn't know that. Okay. So, uh, yeah. That that whole storyline was really fucking depressing. He's
1: every white man who's been on the news in the last six months.
2: (laughs) Every disgruntled, Mm -hmm. uh, I want my country back.
1: He's he's an ex-military who tried to kill
2: people and got killed for it. Oh, wow. All right. Um, All right. So, we were watching. Is there anything, any other things you want to talk about? Punisher or everything. I'm calling it now. This is probably just going to be an hour of Punisher. <laughs> well, I'm trying to. I, I mean, I'm running out of things to talk about. I don't know what else. You know, you got the theme song. The theme song, yeah. I, which I felt is the illegitimate bastard cousin of the Sons of Anarchy you, theme song. You
1: rant about that a little bit. I'm gonna try and just figure out what it is. But
2: uh, so you, you had your theory that it was that it was a uh
1: it sounded like an instrumental of i want to say a johnny cash
2: song a johnny cash song um the the intro pure fucking uh gun porn uh, you know it's funny like it you know to to use the words that of of guys that are assholes if you're if you're if you're a snowflake in need of a safe space or whatever the <laughs> case may be you know if you're one of those guys i mean the intro is literally it's gun porn it's literally here's a gun falling apart here's a slow motion uh picture of a gun shooting and then like here's, stylized was, the like the
1: barrel of a gun going in and out of the barrel of an rpg
2: <laughs> yeah it was very
1: and then, and then right as it pulls away it shoots <laughs> yeah it,
2: it was very phallic it was very um gunpoint is the best way to put it i mean everything is slow motion the gun like breaking up into little pieces and then coming yeah. back together and you know then and then all the guns coming together to form the the skull of the punisher which is pretty yeah. fucking sick yeah. Um, but you did a little research yeah, right there, so, or not?
1: Uh, and again, this is just me saying on the fly what I think, or at least how it made me feel. Is there's a song "God's Gonna Cut You Down" by Johnny Cash? Basically, mm-hmm. the idea is doesn't matter how good or bad or a person you are, eventually you're going to die, and if you know if you're bad, I'm coming for you kind of thing. And that very much fits in with the theme of the Punisher, mm-hmm. and it just it's at least the same like tempo, time signature. Mm-hmm cousin guitar riffs if nothing else it sounds like an instrumental of that to me. Oh, okay and it, it could not be i could be wrong but l- oh, okay l- l- listen oh. to you know watch the intro of the punisher then listen to that song it's very oh shit is that that
2: yeah i, for, I mean just me just from just like hearing it i was just sort of like hey, it kind of reminds me of the sons of anarchy Theme song, which There's which <laughs> <laughs> all along. So I oh, let's let's make fun of an excellent show. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> a, it's uh, <laughs> the factor I want to hear the Trey Parker cover
1: of
2: it. <laughs> yeah, look, both of us can sing it, and we yeah. both haven't. I I haven't watched Sons of Anarchy in what two three years since uh, it's finished.
1: The, the last time I watched <laughs> Sons of Anarchy, it was during the broadcast of the finale, and I've just. I never looked back and was like, that was an excellent show and it does not require revisiting. Yeah. I've and... already read Hamlet enough. I don't <laughs> need to watch it for fucking 20 hours again.
2: <laughs> um, And I didn't know you had told me that the guy that played Half Sack oh, killed his what, landlady? Went
1: fucking crazy. Or it was something to that effect? Or his neighbor. Uh-huh. Basically, he got in like a, a motorcycle accident or something. His, uh-huh. he, his brain got Gary Busey'd, essentially. Oh. And. But a bad Gary Busey. Right, not, not, not like. <laughs> not the fun. I'm, um, I'm the, the ginger dead man. It's, it wasn't that. It was like, uh, I'm fucking violent and insane now. Uh-huh. Um, and so police responded to a call, goes to his landlady or his neighbor's house, whatever. Mm. And just this like old, old Hispanic woman fucking killed her, killed her cat, and then was like trying to leave off the roof or something, fell off the roof and he died in the fucking driveway. Oof. Uh,
2: his name's Johnny Lewis. Johnny
1: Lewis. I, and, yeah,
2: he's just... And, 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 like, it's one of those deals where, like, now if I go back and I... For, if for whatever reason I rewatch Sons of Anarchy, yeah, I, I like, find oh, the what? box set one day. Yeah. Usually the half-sack scenes were always kind of funny.
1: Yeah, now it's just this guy, years yeah. later, would be a murder-suicide. Yeah, he's a
2: fucking piece of shit. Which, you know, reminds me of the story I brought up well, later later also was uh, the movie The Bronx Tale. Hmm. With the, the main actor in that movie... Uh, well, not um, not Robert De Niro or uh, or I forgot the other the other guy. You know, we'll,
1: we'll just say that he's Ray Liotta, even though he's not. <laughs>
2: no, well, I, well, if I'm not mistaken, the guy who plays the gangster actually wrote the movie. Also, like he's an actor, but and just it's like
1: Kurt Sutter kind of did in Sons of Anarchy. Anyway, okay. Continue.
2: So, but the the main the young actor, the little kid who grows up, um, his later on he got into drugs. Him and another guy were robbing an apartment. The cops showed up. I believe his accomplice shot at the cops, missed. The cops killed his friend and he got arrested. And it's sort of like... You know, I can't enjoy a Bronx Tale now knowing that he was a drug addict that shot at cops. Mm. You know, and and that was a, it's such a good movie, yeah. but I don't want to see his fucking face. And,
1: and, and you, you can say anything. like Go back and watch the Naked Gun and the OJ scenes. Just don't feel fun anymore. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
2: Jesus Christ, it's been so long. Yeah, it's, I haven't I haven't seen those movies in a while. But yeah, that's like yeah, because the whole running joke was that he was always getting hurt and dragged yeah. under buses. Right. And-, <laughs> and I was just
1: like, this is a murderer. <laughs> Who, wow. who, who wrote a book called "I Did It"? Here's how it happened. And his publisher said you should really throw an "if" at the start of that if you want to save any fucking face.
2: Um. Well, I guess I mean, could I kind of bring it back. What we were mentioning earlier, like yeah. like the, the like people were brought up on sexual charges. Yeah. Like you can't watch the usual suspects anymore. All right? It was like Kevin Spacey. Yeah, it was I like, mean, he, he was a
1: rapist the whole time.
2: <laughs> uh, well, he was a rapist, and he was he was. Uh, He was gay the whole time. You know that was. uh, I gotta watch that. It was from Family Guy. Uh, They're they're goofing on the last scene of uh, Usual Suspects, where uh, Kevin Spacey's character goes from walking with a limp and all crippled to walking normal. And so the you know you're supposed to say, oh, he was Kaiser Soze the whole time. He was gay the whole time. Which I don't know if that joke was already already existed in I, that. I, I don't
1: imagine it did. I think they're just quick, or we're slow, <laughs> <laughs>
2: or they got it in. You know, they got it in under the, under the wire. Um, uh, hey, uh, I think that's why Kevin Spacey got in trouble. <laughs> he it in under the wire. <laughs> oh, no, you got to wait another four years, sir. Um, but he was so Dude hot in Alabama. <laughs> he was so hot. <laughs> um, I mean, not that I'd ever go back to Superman Returns. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Gotta wait another four years, Mister Spacey. Wrong. <laughs> I,
2: I didn't. I did not like Miss Lex Luthor. So I'm. You know. Well, oh, he's officially the worst Lex Luthor. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg is like, who's laughing now?
1: <laughs> I, I may not have been a great actor, but at least I didn't rape anybody that you know of. Uh, no. wouldn't
2: shock me. You he, know, like, who would willingly? He's a little shit. Yeah. I can't, but I can't see him even building up. I, I just see it's him like, building up the guts to rape someone. <laughs> I, I see I see a
1: fan like going up, you're like, hey, you want to go back to your place? And he's just like a fucking asshole. <laughs> We're like, no, fuck you. I've got stuff to do in the morning. <laughs> and he just walks away because he's a prick. <laughs> by, by all accounts, he's just a fucking complete diva.
2: But he's no Jack Kevin Spacey.
1: But at least he didn't rape anybody that we know of. <laughs>
2: Um well, and this is uh not
1: that Kevin Spacey raped anybody. he forced himself on people, but he would have now uh, if, if if he wasn't so whiskey dicked one he wouldn't have forced himself on anyone, and two he would have been able to yeah seven it's like it's like a catch twenty two sort of thing and yeah seven Seven.
2: I love seven uh, you know like I mean
1: well, he's the bad guy, so you can just there you go it's like wow, he's evil and a rapist <laughs> evil, evil <laughs> he, too. he
2: cut off uh he cut off uh... Gwyneth Paltrow's head, put it in a box. Allegedly. Allegedly,
1: (laughs) (laughs) he hasn't been brought up on (laughs)
2: charges. But it's like you know, I love Seven is such a good movie. You know, I I I love David Fincher. Sorry, I'm just just
1: just thinking like all this shit. Like I shouldn't say this. I'm trying to be the straight man on this. (laughs) But (laughs) just all right. I'll I'll do it. He pours himself on the 14 year old, just shouting what's in the box. Rape isn't funny. Sexual assault is not a laughing matter. Hey. But, when, but when, when people start getting consequences for it, you get to start making the jokes. You
2: know, to, to, to quote George Carlin, you know, fuck you, I think rape is hilarious. Yeah, no, all that matters is where you set the exaggeration. <laughs> yeah. Picture Porky Pig raping <laughs> butt. Hey, what do you think they call him Porky? <laughs> but, you know, while we were talking about, like, superhero movies and sexual assault and stuff like that. <laughs> Just while we're at it. <laughs> while we're at it. Yeah. Um. Nice and it was, well, it's in my it's in my show notes.
1: A nice segue. Let's talk. <laughs> Let's talk about This no, no, uh, <laughs> no. Uh, uh,
2: Andrew Kreisberg, like yes. one of the 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 main driving forces behind the Flash. Wait,
1: why why was
2: that main driving force? Like a guy that's a rapist? That's kind of well, odd.
1: I mean, like, I get where your train of thought went, but you didn't finish. the I'm track. a horrible person. Um, <laughs> like your train of thought derailed, and I'm like, yeah, it landed down that hill. I get it, but like, that's not what it's supposed to do.
2: Um, but Andrew Kreisberg, uh, yeah, he was a guest on Fat Man on Batman like a year ago or so. Um,
1: it's like every time Kevin Smith talks to somebody, they become a rapist.
2: <laughs> Who else did he talk to? Harvey Weinstein. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Andrew Kreisberg who along with Greg Berlanti gave us The Flash, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, Arrow, all those shows.
1: You say gave us like any of those were gifts.
2: <laughs> well, no, I like The Flash is a good show. And, and you're welcome Supergirl is a good know. show.
1: I can't get into them.
2: Well, I, well Flash and Supergirl, because they're still mm-hmm. light. Arrow is fucking just dour. I just can't fucking get into them I, I, I need
1: my shows serialized. If there's even a hint of formula or episodicness to it, I tend to tune out if it's like a 40-minute show. Like, like, South Park I can get into, even the Orville, because that's, like, it's light, like, real, real lighthearted. Mm-hmm. But, like, I, I can't get into the, there's an overarching story here, but also we're doing the same shit every week. I, yeah. I can't, I understand that, that that's what TV was forever, mm-hmm. but I just, I can't get in. I, I need it serialized. It needs to be, like, going to the Rocketeer once a week.
3: Yeah,
2: I I mean, i I guess it's sort of it, to me. It's sort of it's par for the course on yeah. a show like that. Especially a superhero show is gonna be villain of the week.
1: Well, yeah, and like you know, then,
2: monster I mean, of the week sort of a that's deal. What
1: soured me on Smallville was you've got all this rich history. You've got your you've got the main villains you need in the show. Mm-hmm. But every week it's what did the green rocks do to someone because we don't know it's called kryptonite yet. Oh yeah, and it's you know like oh here's Iceman, but he can. Control lightning. I don't know. Oh, that was years and years ago. I was like, oh, yeah. what's Sean Ashmore doing on this show? Isn't he
2: Iceman? It it jumped the shark when like Lana Lang became a vampire, and I was like, okay. I was like, I was like, okay. I I can't watch this show anymore. At the
1: end of, I want to say season five. Clark and Lex meet in the Fortress of Solitude. Mm -hmm. some MacGuffin shit happens and the fortress falls down on them and that's the end of the season. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know what? It's not going to get better than this. (laughs) That
2: was a pretty cool way to stop this show and that's when I walked away. All right. Uh, So I think with that, we'll be back with more dick and fart jokes. This
0: episode of Two Strangers, One Podcast is brought to you by Comics Etc., 1115 East Main and North Goodman at the Hungerford Building, door number eight. Find out more information at comicsetc.biz or like them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash comicsetc1.
4: Did you ever see a film at such a young age it left you traumatized with cinematic wounds? Ah,
2: uh, necrophilia. Ah, uh,
4: uh, uh. It's a dead issue, man. Don't don't push it. Cinema PsyOps is a weekly podcast documenting an ongoing experiment on the mind of an unwilling test subject.
0: No one should have to watch this movie. Oh, no one should have to watch this <laughs> No one should have to watch this movie.
4: Surprisingly, it's not a topic that a lot of people really want to tackle.
0: I'm shocked, crude. I know, really. Right?
4: the next sexual frontier that no one wants to explore
0: i am in the most sincerest of senses disappointed in him it
4: takes a powerful goddess like connie jam her arm down the monster's throat and kill it oh, i'm still tripping out over that even as a kid i was like i gotta find a girl like that every week i, I get a new look of disappointment that i never thought i could it's get out of it
0: unimaginable here. at 12 years old you should not be watching this movie. obviously at 13 you should not be 14 you should be i'm not entirely sure even 17 year olds should be watching this
2: Click and Hit, enhancing the experience for all recreational smokers. Click and Hit is a one-handed portable vaporizer. This smoking pipe has a compact, four-stage design, complete with a built-in, windproof, butane refillable torch lighter. The large burn chamber holds your stash of legal herb or pipe tobacco. Click the button to ignite and inhale as usual. When you are done, put it back in your pocket for later. Smoke anytime with the touch of a button. No more carrying around grinders and tins pipe, rolling papers, and even your lighter at home. The click and hit cordless vaporizer is no bigger than a normal cigar, making it the world's smallest and most discreet vaporizer. It's perfect for use in small places or shared rooms. It's efficient, getting five to eight drawers from your packed chamber. It's affordable at just $19.95 each. Buy three and the shipping is free. Buy four and you get the fifth one free. Visit wwwclick n hit.com that's click and now for listeners of two strangers on podcast you can use promo code strangers and receive 10% off your purchase at clickandhit.com that's promo code strangers for 10% off your purchase and we're back okay so we spent the first half of the show talking about punisher <laughs> <laughs> sort of and and sexual assault <laughs> It sounds like a
1: but not how they go hand in hand, which is kind of surprising when you consider the content.
2: Um, Yeah, right. He's that—that would be that's season two of The Punisher. He goes after all the sexual assault in Hollywood. (laughs) (laughs) Like
1: Harvey Weinstein. Like brings those people in. Where's (laughs) the (laughs) trigger?
3: Harvey, where's the trigger? Harvey (laughs) Weinstein.
1: Can we trust him? No. (laughs) He fucked every woman he ever worked with, or killed their (laughs) careers. Harvey wise.
2: Where's the trigger? Where's Kevin's? Uh, I was like,
1: look, you're not gonna get work anywhere else. Can we at least kill you on Punisher? <laughs> wow.
2: It'll be, It'll be sort of like a comeback.
1: It was like, hey uh, Kevin, we want you back on Netflix. No, no, not House of Cards. We want to kill you on the Punisher, it was cool.
2: Like, oh. Where's Louis CK? <laughs> Where is where's the trigger?
1: Uh, can, can i at least say my piece before he kills me no <laughs> <laughs> no the last time you said your piece you said you were going to shut the fuck up and listen <laughs> um hey there's a segue into louis ck yeah well I, <laughs> I know because i had said
2: I, at work we were i was i'd ask i said do you think louis ck will will ever bounce back and i think like in a world where at the time like Mel Gibson was like the most hated man in Hollywood for a moment for like, saying like anti-Semitic he things stuff about
1: the Jews. It wasn't like he got pulled over drunk at a traffic stop and then admitting to masturbating in front of every
2: woman he ever hired. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, look at like a Woody Allen. I don't I mean, want Woody to. Allen. But I'm just saying. Woody Allen fucking married his daughter for Christ's sake right. for for a girl he raised from young know, childhood or I don't know what year he got her, but you know pretty much a good portion of her life he was her father and now he's her husband right um you know hollywood can be very forgiving and i would say if you give this about five years four or five years Mm -hmm. you know and especially with the guy like louis ck who whose material was always kind of dark in the first place yeah you Um, know i think you know he may have a comeback you know like
1: I'll, i'll say this of all the people that have been brought up on accusations and responded to them in any way in the last you know, what fucking three days? <laughs> <laughs> so many Matt in, Lauer, or, uh... right, yeah, in, in the last you know couple months or so, you know, starting with Harvey Weinstein on through, mm-hmm. he had the best response out of any of them. Rather than flat out deny it or try and make an excuse, he said, "This is all true. This was fucked up. What I did, I understand what I did wrong. Here are the ways that I can improve on this. I'm going to." step away for a while, I deserve everything that's coming to me right now, and I'm just going to try and figure out how to make this any better if that's even possible. Everyone was still very pissed at him, which is understandable, but there's not a lot more we can ask of him. Mm. That's that's a much better response than, I didn't do it, or, I'm drunk. I'm I was, gay. I, I was drunk and I'm gay, guys, <laughs> so let's ignore that, right? Um, so I, I'd say if any anyone brought up on these accusations deserves a comeback, it's him. Whether or not he'll get one, it, we need to see what happens to everyone else that's gotten hit with these accusations.
2: Well, remember, like, when, when Bill Bill Cosby was proposing, doing, like, a tour, yeah. and people were like, get the fuck out of here. Right. Well, and, but then and, yeah, Bill Cosby's not uh, in his right fucking mind and, anymore. he
1: was in the middle of shit, too. Yeah. Like... It, he didn't even give it time to cool down. He was like, hey, make a meme of me. And everyone was like, No, that face you make when you raped. <laughs> like he, he was completely tone deaf to the situation. Like, hey, can I go do comedy shows? You're in the middle of a rape trial. No, you cannot do comedy shows. All right, well, I'm going to shot my Fat Albert catchphrase on the way out of the courthouse. Fuck it. Dude. I guess you own, you own out. it. You have an honorary PhD. That's, what else can we fucking do for you at this point? Oh, Which I, 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 think, I think they
2: withdrew that PhD also, now that I think about it. I fucking hope so. But I mean, but but, but with that being said. <laughs> he, he can't practice the arts anymore because they withdrew his doctorate. They, um, you know, like I get, I watch broadcast TV or digital broadcast TV because I don't have cable. But. Like I'll flip the channels, and there's there's a channel called Bounce, which is the the urban Afro American African American the black channel. Like, Let's that's, just... a, that's some
1: Michael <laughs> shit. Like Afro American. I'm not
2: a racist. That's what's so insane about this. <laughs> um, uh, there is a black channel called Bounce, and they're giving after all this, mm-hmm. they're giving episodes of the Cosby Show. And I wouldn't be surprised if, like, as of today, you can still watch the Cosby Show. Um, and it's funny because, like, the, they didn't they didn't start playing Cosby Show until after mm. the trial. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, so it's
1: like we stand behind Dr. Bill. Yeah. and Well,
2: I'm just saying is that like, for a guy like Louis C.K. who 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 comes like his fan base understands a dark sense of humor, mm. you know. Now, a, a guy like him, you have to working material out in smaller clubs. All right. So before he comes before he comes back to the main main stage and, and, and everybody kind of like we start seeing him in the public eye again he's going to be playing you know Dubuque and he's going to be playing fucking you know you know the Chuckle Hut and fucking you know I don't know Mississippi, the Chuckle Hut in Chuckle Hut, Mississippi. <laughs> uh, you know he's going to be playing these small rooms where people are going to come out, and he's going to workshop material to fucking be fun and like to and and of course I, I can't see him not addressing it. Yeah, and it's going to be a very surreal comeback. I'm saying if Mel Gibson is in fucking a, a Christmas movie this holiday season, oh, the Daddy's yeah, the Home Part Two, you know, it's I, not I, out I, of the realm of possibility I'm that Louis C.K. Well. comes back. Mel Gibson was verbally
1: anti Semitic mm-hmm. and called a cop sugar tits and drove drunk. None of which is considered at least as harmful as what Louis C. K. did. You know, forgiving we didn't we haven't forgiven Michael Richards
2: yet. Yeah, but well, Michael Richards <laughs> he through whatever luck fuck it his career is based purely on luck. Right. You know <laughs>
1: It's like a real life Cosmo Kramer type. Yeah, yeah
2: <laughs> Yeah, he you know, he wasn't I don't think he was funny before. He's not funny afterwards. He just he he landed the fucking opportunity of a lifetime.
1: Oh, did you ever see UHF? Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah it feels good
2: in UHF. Oh, <laughs> I think what I'll do is I'll edit this in. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend that sent in that audio clip. Oh, there's obviously... thing. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of <laughs> speaking of people who are lucky in their career. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna, segue. I'm gonna cut to right now a uh, four minute plus uh, clip. Uh, court from Cinema Psyops. Oh. All right. So, like I was saying before, my phone really interrupted me. I'm going to play a clip uh, sent from. If you. We just left the break. You heard an ad for the podcast Cinema Psyops. Uh, a bunch of episodes a while back, I had, after George Romero's death, called him <laughs> a hack and said that he stole from a bunch of Italian directors. So, uh, Court from Cinema Psyops heard that, got a little upset, and decided he wanted to send in. Uh, his side of the story. So in all fairness, uh, I'm going to play his clip right now. So here we go.
4: Well, hello, Chris. It's a little time of reckoning on that uh, trash talk that you've been doing about George Romero. Look, man. You can say whatever you want. You don't have to like the guy. You don't have to like his films. You can even call the dude a hack just because you don't like the way he makes his movies. I'm totally cool with that. But you're kind of misinformed when you're saying that he ripped off the Italian zombie films. It's actually kind of the opposite. Now here's a brief rundown of the history of zombies. It starts in like 1932 with White Zombie. And that's the one that stars Bela Lugosi. Now we're going to fast forward a few years. We got a couple of other movies that have zombies in them. You know, like Revenge of the Zombies. I Walked With a Zombie, Voodoo Man, Voodoo Eye. Island, Zombies of Moroto, Four Skulls of Jonathan Drake. Now this is all in the like late 50s kind of stuff and that's all like voodoo zombies where it's the power of some kind of voodoo curse brings the zombies back and they're slaves to a zombie master who they're just under his control or her control or whatever. And then it starts getting kind of sci-fi where the dead are brought back by aliens that are invading or being controlled where like an alien will possess the corpse. That's like Invisible Invaders. Plan 9 from Outer Space. Teenage Zombies even you know whatever but that's all kind of like the you know late 50s even like ray dennis steckler who was kind of before george romero's night of the living dead with the incredibly strange creatures who stopped living and became mixed up zombies but are they really zombies or are they people that have just been horribly disfigured by a lady who's ticked off at them but anyway the one thing I will say that Romero is definitely ripping off though and he even cops to this is uh, like Last Man on Earth or the Richard Matheson novel I Am Legend there's a lot of stuff very similar particularly to the Vincent Price version of that movie that you'll see in the Night of the Living Dead pretty close right there and so he is snagging from that but the thing that makes George Romero's Night the Living Dead, so important is it is the very first film to depict zombies, specifically as reanimated corpses that go after people in an intention to eat them. Previously to this, the zombies would strangle, they would uh, bludgeon, they would dismember, you know, they would do that kind of stuff, but George Romero is the one who made the zombies come forth and devour. And he's also the one that everybody else patterned their stuff after. There's other movies that came out after this, but the big one that Romero did that triggered off all of these Italian zombie movies that were patterned after it, it's all from Dawn of the Dead. That's where it spurs from.
2: So Dawn of the Dead
4: comes out late 1978, kind of early 1979, which it was released as Zombie, Z-O-M-B-I, in Italy. And then immediately after that, Fulci's releasing a film that he initially did not want to have to be tied into that, but it was sold as Zombie 2 in Italy because they just did that. They would make unofficial sequels all the time. And that really sparks the craze in Italy is Dawn of the Dead and how popular it was there. Now, there was an Italian involved in the production of Dawn of the Dead. One of the producers was Dario Argento. But really, he just kind of let Romero come over to Rome, write the script, do his thing and and hang out. And then Romero shot it in Pittsburgh. And, you know, it was all on his own. And uh, George Romero does his thing, makes this movie, and then the Italians go nuts for it. And there's so many things that are made after that, you know, like Nightmare City, Zombie Holocaust, Burial Ground, like a crazy amount of Italian zombie movies. But the important thing is, you did say Romero's ripping off the Italian zombie movies, but the Italians didn't even really get into it, really, until after Romero's Dawn of the Dead. So that's not a reason to call him a hack. You can say you think he's a hack you don't like his films. I'm totally fine with that. They're not for everybody. Not every movie's ever going to be for everybody, and I'm cool with that. But in this case, you're kind of misinformed there, dude. <laughs> They're more or less ripping him off. And the reason everybody's all up in arms and in love with, Romero in particular is his style of zombie is the zombie that became the template for everything else. And he is the one who set that genre on its head and made it to where there's really no known reason. There's no supernatural cause for it. The dead are just walking around and they're devouring the living. And that was horrifying in 1968. And it made such a mark that even the sequel to it, Dawn of the Dead, became a cultural phenomenon like 10 years later. Right. And every time he puts out another one, another like flash in the Pan bunch of uh, zombie movie star getting created as well. The only one that uh, really I don't think hit that pattern is probably land of the dead because the zombie craze was already on hardcore when that was released and that was basically a major studio trying to use romero's name to make their own zombie film get better noticed and it's got its issues but i still like it so i hope that clears it up for you again you want to call him a hack because you don't like his films i'm fine with that but you're wrong if you think it's because the italians were there first and he ripped them off that is completely false
2: and we're back all right, so I played the clip from uh, Court, which we had listened to before the podcast. Oh, yeah. uh, so it's not
1: fresh in our minds. It's not. It's not fresh in our <laughs> minds.
2: But I, I guess you know you would be the more uh, zombie fan of, I, than I, I would. I, like
1: I, I'd say I'm the more pro Romero person. Than you
2: you pulled out like your zombie it, DVD it, collection.
1: Yeah, I've got, I've got a, a tin box of zombie <laughs> movies. And just <laughs> as he was listing off like your zombie history. I was just like, oh, let's see which ones of these I got. But and knowing
2: knowing court because I've been listening to this podcast for like two years now, um, you know, it's not like it's not he wasn't I don't he wasn't reading a Wikipedia page. Oh, right, that's right, right. he that's I, pro- yeah. for him. It's off the dome. I
1: I, I I fully believe he he knows that stuff and he he was able to you know speak very educatedly about it there. And I'm I'm in agreement. George Romero was important. Mm-hmm. He obviously didn't rip off the people who made sequels to his movies. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you could have just been factually wrong there. I will say, though, without George Romero making Night of the Living Dead and Dawn of the Dead, we never would have gotten on the road to having to watch Batman vs. Superman. So maybe he is a bit of a
2: <laughs> <laughs> Because Zack Snyder, Zach Snyder the director of Dawn of the Dead in remade... 2003, 2004. 2004, if I'm 2000... not mistaken. Because oh, I I love... I okay. the, Oddly enough, I love that movie. Oh, I it, love Dawn of the Dead. It's
1: real Zack Snyder's not a bad filmmaker
2: when he's making <laughs> when he's making dark movies when
1: he's making dark movies or when he is parroting someone else's vision in someone
2: yeah if he's not making exact replicate right. if he's not right. doing uh, page to screen adaptations right. Right. like 300, 300
1: and Watchmen, Watchmen were phenomenal
2: works of art Dawn of the Dead
1: Dawn of the Dead was a very broad strokes retelling of the original. And it was dark as shit, and it, that's a movie that lends itself to being more of a visionary than a storyteller, because ultimately they're in a mall mm-hmm. for the whole fucking movie, and it's just kind of all about which cool image are we moving to next scene. It, it's, it's inconsequential how the characters interact. You can enjoy them, you can like how the characters melt with each other, but at the end of the day, hey, when that chick got cut in half with a chainsaw, that was really cool and well shot. Mm-hmm. That, that That's the kind of movie it is. These zombies running fast, that scares me. He invokes emotions instead of a good plot, and that's what that movie needs.
2: Well, I, I mean, I like that it was a... I mean, obviously, well, the first one was a satire also. Just spilled coffee on my dick. <laughs> <laughs> Here, let me help you with it. Well, well, yeah, hey, yeah Put the napkin down um, first. No. The, the
1: first <laughs> the, 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 yeah, The first yeah. one was consumerism, and this one was terrorism.
2: Well, it was terrorism, but like like the mall looked like a real place like the coffee yeah. shop was called sacred grounds which i thought was pretty funny hollowed, hollowed grounds yeah. um yeah. you know the stores looked like stores it was very it was a very realized world yeah. that they lived in and you know people you know if how would you transport a bunch of people yeah in the back of a truck you yeah. know uh you know taking pot shot like shooting shooting zombies in the head is a sport you know shoot yeah, the yeah. one that looks like burt reynolds yeah, which i think I were know. they trying to insinuate that, that was burt reynolds That's i don't believe zombie? it was
1: it, it was just they looked like them uh-huh. and then yeah the next one was like "Ooh, get jay leno and <laughs> it was just like he just had a big change like, wow barely even looked like him that, no, that might been, i think the burt reynolds one was the wow he's good barely even looked like him that, yeah um did they, did they O'Donnell? show what I was about to say? Rosie O'Donnell was one of them also. show Rosie O'Donnell, just Steve the asshole was like, hey, how about Rosie O'Donnell? He like, kind of points
2: into the crowd. And, you know, and it's so funny, like, until, like, recently, like with Modern Family, he was always that guy from Dawn he's, of the he's, Dead. Yeah, he still was a tie Bur, Bur, Bur. Burrell?
1: Ty Burrell, that sounds right. Yeah, yeah, and, and still to me, like, Modern Family comes out, I'm like, that fucking asshole, give them the piece of the boat. <laughs>
2: You know, and then, like, the one asshole gets bit. Is he the asshole that gets bit and doesn't tell anybody? Because, like, most zombie movies, that's a zombie trope, the, the no, one no, asshole. No. That... Um, there isn't really,
1: like, a secret bite. Uh huh. There's. Well, no, or is it the pregnant girl? The, the or no. The pregnant no chick gets bit, but they just kind of, like, isolate her for the labor or something. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, she and the baby are. I could have done without a zombie baby. <laughs> if, if, if you're giving me that movie to edit, I'm just cutting out the zombie baby plotline. And
2: then, other than that, we're, we're good. It's, it's I, I want choice. a two-hour zombie baby movie. If we have a boss baby movie. <laughs> okay, you know what? I want... Re, I want... Re, reshoot the zombie baby. A shit preschool with today's, with today's attack by technology. zombies. <laughs> re, reshoot the zombie baby scene with
1: today's technology so it's not just, ah, CG demon baby. Because <laughs> it was just like open eyes and a gumped out fucking toothpaste plastered onto this real baby. I, I don't need that shit. Um, also, why did the baby come out with sharp teeth? I don't fucking know. Uh, I don't think it really did. I'm probably just painting that. Zack Slayer's not that bad of a filmmaker that he'd give the zombie you sharpened teeth. Um, I
2: want a zombie attack on a preschool. That's fucked. Up. I want that movie.
1: Oh, no, no, no. Hold on, that wasn't a full sentence. That's fucked up. However, I've got um, kind of a, like a list of zombie short stories reminded me to give you. To okay. Give you this. Cause that, there's there's one in there that's about it's like a preschool teacher and all of her students are zombies. Oh. And she just like keeps them chained up and goes about her business. It's, it's pretty cool. I think Stephen King wrote it. Oh. Yeah.
2: Sounds familiar. Now well, that okay. you say that. Um. Okay.
1: But yeah, Romero's a hack. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it's <laughs> a courtside all this time and courtside it's a courtside all yeah, this I, time and I, I
1: courtside seats for this just like so i can say romero's a hack uh, no I, he, he's a very important filmmaker mm-hmm. i'm not gonna sit through his shit if i don't have to though mm-hmm. it's and not because it was it was bad for its time but it's dated at this point yeah if, if i can watch Zack snyder's Dawn of the dead or george romero's Dawn of the dead and my dad would fucking hit me for saying this mm-hmm. he, you know he's abusive <laughs> that's not true <laughs> he never laid a hand on me even for a hug uh, <laughs> also not true um <laughs> now you don't know what to say but I, I i'd watch Zack snyder's dawn of the dead before george romero it's just because it, it ages better yeah it's, it's it's 10 years old versus 50
2: yeah i i don't know it's been i'm not i was never a zombie movie person hmm. you know like you know, I mean, okay, I liked Dawn of the Dead*, but I liked more because it was like a satire, or not satire, but it was sort of a
1: holding up a mirror a to society. In yeah, that's in sort a of creepy a creepy sort of way. Yeah, yeah. and and, I, it, and it was funny. It had lighthearted enough moments in
2: it. Yeah, like when people are like, "Oh, Twenty Eight Days Later," and I'm like, I fucking hated Twenty Eight Days Later. It like, was fucking boring as it's, fuck. It's
1: well made, but I was just sad the whole time. <laughs> just walking through empty London, I'm like, "Fuck, dude, what if that's me someday?"
2: <laughs> I just I'd never gotten like you know zombie movies never really were my thing they're not my bag baby
1: I I love good zombie movies there's <laughs> so much chuffa to sift through with zombies though yeah The Walking Dead as much as I used to love that show in the comic series has just become another voice in the crowd of the zombie craze guys
2: <sighs> now uh...
1: we could go on for hours about Walking Dead sometime but not now we gotta talk about Infinity War before we run out of time
2: yeah um. Well, I, I mean, before we get into the Infinity War stuff, um, today, as a matter of fact, as we're recording this and, and not that we're going to make it, not that it's even available by us, um, they're giving a double feature at part of the, those, uh, events. What do they call those? The movie events, uh, the Fathom. Fathom events. They're doing the room and the disaster artist, or they're doing the disaster artist first and the room, but they're not doing it. In... That's today. That's today. Fuck, man. Yeah.
1: I quit my job.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, there's, I mean, it's nowhere. It's not in Rochester. Like the closest, the closest one, if I'm not mistaken, is, is like, it's like New York City in, or Boston, bus in Massachusetts. So a six hour drive each way. I got a full tank of gas. <laughs> <laughs> fucking it. give it three months. We'll get the DVDs and watch them back to back. I'm just saying. Um, but, you know, I, I'm getting sick and tired of this whole like hacky, like, I like movies that are so bad they're good. Because I never fucking heard of The Room. It came out in 2003. But for some reason, it got like this big surge. It's like four, three or four years ago. We're like, oh, it's so bad. It's, I, and I honestly think it was like from like one of those like I love the eighties VH1 shows, mm-hmm. or not not that it's not that it was the eighties, but mm-hmm. it was one of those shows. I
1: I, I love the zero zero. I
2: love the aughts. Okay. I I think I Is honestly that a thing now. I think they had the aughts. Like
1: I I love the twenty tens. It's just this recursive loop, and like everyone dies. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I honestly believe they had one of the aughts, and that might have been where it was. was. It was, and it was like you know, the room, and it's so bad, it's so good, and and he made money selling either leather jackets or denim designer denim pants, or you know, and oh, and and, you know, he hardly meant to make this movie, and and you know, you know, he thought it's good, and and it's really bad, and like you know, but uh, Uh, I understand the story.
1: Shitting on his effort too. Yeah, it's
2: just, but I hate, like, the, oh, it's so bad, it's good. You know, like, and and, and not to, like, I love Court. You know, Court's a good friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I, I like his show. It's um, so bad, it's good. But it's, a, no, but, He's like, what me. happens is is a lot of the associates of, of his show mm-hmm. are sort of, like, all these hacky wannabe, MST3K uh, wannabes mm-hmm. that, like, oh, we're going to watch movies and we're going to talk, you know, we're going to watch, you know, name of fucking cheesy movie, you know. You know, Touch of Satan. Yeah, I don't know. We're going to watch Mono's Hands of Fate and talk about how bad it is. Well, yeah, well, first and foremost, MST3K already did that, yeah. you know, but so... It just to me, and I guess it. Court's like the exception to the rule, but like, like on his show they advertise other podcasts, and and I listen. I've tried to listen to a couple of them, and they're like, you know, oh, we're gonna get drunk and watch bad movies. Like that's such a fucking hack thing to do. And we're gonna watch movies that are so bad they're good. And I kind of like this is the pendulum swinging back the other way I'm getting sick and tired of the whole let's ironically watch movies that are bad they're good so right. you know I,
1: I I mean I'm happy to get drunk and watch bad movies with you sometime but don't turn the microphone on <laughs> I'll start,
2: start crying and shit <laughs> stop touching me there you spilled your coffee touch me somewhere else <laughs> where's Harvey Weinstein
1: <laughs> <laughs> people get blackout drunk you get bad drunk <laughs>
2: Where's the trigger? It's not my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh well, no, the last time I hung out here, we were playing uh, Injustice Two for PlayStation Four, oh, yeah, we <laughs> and I kind of, I, I was doing voices the whole time. Well, we were both doing voices the whole time.
1: <laughs> it was kind like of <laughs> like a looper. Okay, like a looper, because
2: there's there's a scene when you're the Flash, your super your super move is grabbing the person, taking them with you, running through time so fast that you smash them into the Sphinx, mm. breaking the nose of the Sphinx. Trave- then traveling even further into the back in time, smashing them into a T-Rex, which is in the middle of eating a fucking mammoth, uh, a woolly mammoth. And then you you fly back to the present where you hit your opponent with the opponent moments before they go into the past. <laughs> So, for some reason, I was doing a, uh, I was doing a Steve, uh, Sylvester Sloan because Ralph Garmin does a Sylvester Sloan. Right. And I just I was like, it's sort of like a looper, you know? <laughs>
1: I, I thought the looper joke was when we were, uh, mirror matching Brainiacs. Oh, we were? Yeah, and it was like, I'm Brainiac 6. Like, oh, that's the Brainiac from the future. It's sort of like a
2: looper. Right? Oh, okay. okay. I, thought, I thought that's what that was. Okay, yeah. And Don't quote me on that. <laughs> but yeah, it's so, uh, you know, it I, it would be funny to have the mic running while we're playing like Injustice Two oh, or something yeah. like that. Just we'd have to select editing of the funny bits. But um, you know, that being said, uh, where was I saying? I'm just I'm tired of this fucking hacky. Like we're gonna watch movies so bad it's so good, and we're gonna get drunk while we do it.
1: We're not gonna put forth any effort to the point where we're even going to make fun of people not putting forth
2: effort. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So let's get into the Infinity War trailer. Do you want to watch it? No, we don't want to watch it. We again. just watched it we before. Just, we just watched it fifty six like minutes me, ago.
1: If you're anything like me, you've watched it a few times already. Yeah.
2: Okay. So, uh, I mean, I kind of we, me and Paul, kind of talked about it the last episode, but Paul doesn't share the same excitement as as, as you do. Right? Is there something going on? Well, there no, something? I, I oh. was kicking my zipper. Oh, <laughs> so to speak, <laughs> kicking my zipper. It's so big. I oh, kicked my zipper. Kick a zipper five dollar. <laughs> Um, okay, so where, where do we begin? Uh, Thanos. Thanos. Oh. <laughs> yeah. There, 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 there uh, yeah, yeah. Instantly, there was memes online. Uh, yeah. Homer Simpson. Infinity
1: donut.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, which, ironically, then, well, not, his, his portal also kind of looks like a donut. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, Thanos as the as the. Pawn Wars, yeah. Pawn Story, Star, oh, yeah. <laughs> Pawn Stars. Oh,
1: the, the Infinity Gauntlet! Let me call on my friend who's an expert on Infinity Gauntlets.
2: <laughs> um, you know, once again, here's the whole. I don't want to say that these movies are geared towards men, but they are. Let's just you know,
1: they're they, they geared toward twelve year old boys and thirty year old men's
2: eyes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that and like if you put that with Lord of the Rings, like Lord of the Rings was all about a ring. Yeah. Here's all about a gauntlet. Yeah. So you it's know. It's,
1: it's just this like. Sleeper cell of the fashion industry <laughs> trying to get you interested in this, like, hey, they'll buy gloves if they're yellow. <laughs> hey,
2: I hot-glued, I hot like, I bought, like, these fake little uh, stones or whatever from from the craft store, and I hot-glued them to, like, a, a dishwashing glove. <laughs> yeah, a
1: fashion blog with, like, a vision getting the mind stone fucked with. like, you won't believe what he does with that
2: septum. <laughs> um, but, okay, so we got... Uh, well, this is now the one thing that I'm, I'm a little disappointed with with this trailer was I was under the assumption that this was involving every Marvel fucking property. I thought we were going to see the Defenders and Punisher and and maybe Agents of Shield. Who's saying we won't? Well, if so, they're fucking they've kept it under wraps.
1: It could just be ground level thing appears in the sky. Charlie Cox looks up and they're like. Why are you looking? <laughs> I realized no. partway through that, like, wait a second. I picked the one blind person to look at what's happening. Well, that
2: would be a pretty awesome post credit scene. Mm. Post credit with the, 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 at least the Netflix guys, like the, 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 you know, the Defenders and, and mm. Punisher. Because mm. Shield, I'd... fuck Shield. Uh... <laughs> fuck welcome Shield. To,
1: welcome to Two Strangers One Podcast. Fuck Shield.
2: <laughs> Get this man a Shield. Um,. No, not dead shields. <laughs> <laughs> Just because
1: like season one on Blu-ray. <laughs> the fuck am I supposed to do with this? Just throw it. <laughs>
2: throw it to the aliens. <laughs> uh but um what I was gonna say. So I was a little disappointed that like I thought I thought somehow they were gonna incorporate the TV, at least the yeah. Netflix universe.
1: If they're in the movie, I don't want to see them in the trailer. I want it to be like did you
2: Yeah, if it's a surprise I mean, or whatever.
1: Did you watch Power Rangers, the movie? Yes. I saw but, that in the theater. Yeah, did... <laughs> <laughs> there's, the, there's this one you know the one shot after the Megazord wins everyone's taking pictures and they got the Green Ranger and the Pink Ranger like down in the crowd and stuff I want that sort of thing where it's like the fight's going on and like Karen Page looks up and she's like oh shit I should get off this street oh okay something. or like you know Luke Cage is stopping a bank robbery or something as people are rushing just like a quick little like hey look they're here but they're, they're, they're the street level Avengers you don't call the defenders in to deal with Thanos
2: mm-hmm. well that th- to a punisher it would have been nice for a show let me tell you and i uh, that show makes me very homesick from new york city i'm disgustingly from new york city i always bring it up in conversation you could
1: have just left that you're from new york city it's It's (laughs) already
2: um there were a lot of scenes of people walking by the water (laughs) and everybody's in brooklyn or queens you know like because who who wants to be in manhattan looking at brooklyn or queens (laughs) all the scenes are in brooklyn or queens looking at manhattan um it would have been nice if they had one scene where you saw like the Avengers Tower or whatever, whatever incarnation it is maybe, now. Maybe,
1: maybe they tore it down since Homecoming. Well, that
2: I mean, and I think as the as of us recording this podcast, I had I believe Disney has like full on got the rights back to Fantastic Four. I, and they're working
1: on it's like. It it wouldn't shock me if, as we're saying this, they're sitting at a table right now saying, "Look, we'll give you Wolverine, but we're fucking keeping Cable."
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> uh, but I mean, so uh, they're getting. Uh, so, I mean, it would make a lot of sense mm-hmm. if that became like the Reed Richards Fantastic Four Tower or the the the, the, the Baxter Building. The Baxter Building. Um, That'd be cool. But you know, it would have been nice if, in, if in the Punisher, especially since there's like literally about four. There's literally like four or five scenes throughout yeah. thirteen episodes where somebody's walking by the water. Yeah,
1: where are the docks? Here's the skyline with yeah. with New York City
2: in the background, yeah. with Manhattan in the background. Not the real a
1: single shot of Avengers Tower. Yeah, and That'd not not. As, I mean, even if I mean, you know, even if
2: you know, he just turned around, turned his head real quick, and you saw the tower, and then it just cut the you know the end of the scene. Um but
1: uh, uh, it, like, rack focuses to the <laughs> tower. Like, why <laughs> oh, I did this Batman one. But... <laughs> oh, wait, um, that, that was Batman shit. No 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 na. <laughs> na, na, na <laughs> Danny Elfman's Batman theme plays they look the Avengers tower
2: in the Avengers trailer. I <laughs> can see the Batman theme on the timeline. <laughs> it's actually shaped like a bat. Oh, um, shit. The uh, we get it. We you know was going to say? <laughs> I, don't, I don't fucking I, know,
1: man. Would you have to say it if I did?
2: You know, Peter Parker yeah. on a bus. Magical portal opens up over New York City, or at least a, a circle that looks like it could be a portal of some sort. He
1: learns he finally has arm hair.
2: <laughs> you know, once it, New York City, which is... An island, eleven miles long and three miles wide. It's the Hub of the fucking universe. <laughs> Which I guess, in my point of view, it is. Um, everything happens there. <laughs> everything happens else. over New York City. <laughs>
1: Nothing has happened in the Marvel universe on Earth that wasn't in New York
2: City. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got aliens attacking New York City. No, well, okay, Age of Ultron was in uh, Sokovia, Sokovia. Um, but uh, you know, uh, so we got a portal over New York City. Mm-hmm. We're, I guess, we're all assuming that's some sort of Thanos portal deal. I'm going to present aliens to Earth,
1: and I'm going to imagine that's how Thor gets back too, based on his oh, his his, his his curling the helicopter shot when he's inside the little like engine thing or whatever. Oh, okay. That that, that it looks like another one of those out in space. Oh, it looks
3: like one of those portals. Yeah, yeah. So
1: actually, I, I think it's like Thanos fucking strands Thor. He hooks up with the Guardians, and they gotta get to Earth to figure this shit out.
2: Ah, oh, so Thor is sort of the uh... he's like
1: a wired. He's, the, he's God the God of Thunder, Thunder. yeah. Oh, he has. The, he's yeah. charging, he's yeah.
2: charging an ancient portal that probably wasn't been used for a while or something like that. Or... We're
1: going to get fucking sued. <laughs> like, how'd you figure that shit out? We, sh- we showed two seconds of him grabbing a thing. <laughs> um, yeah, but he's not the God of Hammers. <laughs> Blame Taika Waititi, man. He led me there.
2: Now, I had said in our, in our conversations at work, I said, I want a BT movie. I want Wong mm-hmm. from Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Korg from Ragnarok, uh, Falcon. Falcon was it? Was is Falcon really? Oh, because well, Falcon still Falcon's like eighteen. He's he's
1: Cap's sidekick.
2: Yeah, okay, Cap's sidekick, and well, Hulk. <laughs> we had
1: the whole running thread of Cap shows up at the. <laughs> The raft at the end of uh, Civil War just breaks Falcon out. Like, Fuck
2: you guys. <laughs> he does the whole, like, uh, Rick Sanchez yep, yep. double middle finger as he backs out of the room. I okay, Ant-Man, eat shit. <laughs> I can't rescue my friend. On your left. Um, <laughs> and I said, you know, like, I want a B-team of all, like, like, the sidekick characters. And then, like, but the MacGuffin is, like, they have to rescue Howard the Duck. <laughs> you know, just like, just a Marvel one-shot. Just there. something
1: fucking stupid.
2: Um, now with that, okay, and it's funny, we're so excited about the trailer, we haven't discussed the trailer yet. Um,
1: no, no, there's
2: the thing with Thor. <laughs> yeah, we, Thor, um, we see Wakanda.
1: We are missing Nebula, Ant-Man, and I believe Hawkeye.
2: Yeah, because, um, oh no, the last time we saw, it was, uh, the last time we saw War Machine, yeah, he he's, was we, crashed.
1: When, when, yeah, but when Team Cap is rushing... Thanos' army or whatever, war machi- at least the war machine armor is, is
2: flying. Now. now, I mean, he could still be in that suit even though he's paralyzed from the waist down or something like that. They're remote controlled at this point. Yeah, so, I mean, he can still operate it, just the legs operate themselves.
1: Right. He, he doesn't even really need to be in the suit as long as he's somewhere
2: with Wi Fi. True. Um... <laughs>
1: Uh, Ant Man. We didn't see him in the trailer,
2: which means he's doing an excellent job. Well, uh, I remember because I mean, I've I've seen videos like this where, like, when they were doing the Age of Ultron trailer, we didn't see Quicksilver or Scarlet Witch. Uh, Yeah, Scarlet Witch was it? Scarlet Witch. Yeah, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver because that was still they haven't been they weren't revealed yet or something like that. So when you watch like the Age of Ultron like original trailer, they're not in it. But when you see the movie, it's the exact same scene, but they've so. Like they could be in, like Ant Man could be in it. Yeah. They just haven't. Oh, well, Ant Man's in it
1: for sure. He's been confirmed. It's just he's not in the trailer. But like, but he's just, in none of the scenes we see. But he could just be. Tiny. Maybe he's tiny the whole time. <laughs> maybe he's on
2: Hawkeye's <laughs>
1: arrow. Hawkeye wasn't
3: in the. Okay. Hawkeye's
2: <laughs> He shot an arrow across the screen.
1: He's yeah. um, just like he's on someone's wrist the whole time. Like my suit broke. I can't. I can't get big anymore. <laughs> but I still want to be there for moral support, guys.
2: <laughs> Hanging on to the Hulk's. Uh, I don't know. Um,
1: Hawkeye wouldn't shock me if he was like, okay, well, I'm gonna go back with my family. Cause...
2: <laughs> I'm gonna go back into hiding?
1: Or, well, right, because he's like, alright, I'm out. No, we need you. Okay, I'm back. Alright, I'm out now. But there's a civil war going on. Okay. I it wouldn't shock me if, You know, if they do it again, where he's like, alright, I'm finally just living with my family out in our house in the middle of nowhere. It's like, mm. hey, uh, Clint. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I still get the fucking news. <laughs>
2: big hole over new york city. And Why is it always new
1: york city? <laughs> and uh and uh, Nebula was probably taking a shit. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Nebula is in in the Affinity Gauntlet series. She's she's very key to like the overthrow of because in the comics is, Nebula is Thanos's granddaughter, not daughter, as they made in the series. And uh it's sort of a, a weird deal where he keeps her like She's dead, but he brings her back to life or something like that. Like, she's almost a zombie, for the lack of a better term. But he kind of keeps her around, but it's sort of like him mocking life and death mm-hmm. by leaving her kind of halfway and half and half. He's oh, a real prick. Man. Yeah, he's, a, I mean, Thanos is supposed <laughs> to be a scumbag. Um, which is weird because in this one, they're like, oh, she's not a zombie. She's half machine, you know. But so I, I sure, wonder too. if, I wonder if she's going to be the, uh, if she's going to be the key. Cause in, in, in the series, this is, he's, she's his daughter. So. <laughs> Um,
1: maybe she's like, maybe she
2: takes his side but he, he's bringing there are other extended members of, of Thanos' family extended Ex- there, there's <laughs> there's gonna be people in this movie I, I, I saw a video about it and I forgot their fucking names it's all like you I, know I, 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 like I, I, Black Saber or yeah, some I, fucking name I probably like
1: watched that. the same video as you yeah. and Black Saber was one of the codes in the list in Rogue One oh okay <laughs> they're like Stardust Black Saber oh okay wait what was that last one Black Saber no before that we're doing this bit now
2: <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah there, there was uh, but he has like yeah, yeah he's got like children like, or cousins or
1: horsemen of the apocalypse
2: <laughs> yeah he has guys coming with him that are sort of going to be his he has his, guys coming with his him his lieutenant <laughs> Thanos just taking it at all holes uh, <laughs> I could jerk off two guys and with
1: the Infinity Gaunt, I can jerk off
2: Limitless <laughs> I could jerk off everyone in this room.
1: <laughs> you know how long it would take you to jerk off everyone in this room, because I know how long it would take me.
2: <laughs> With the mind gem. With the soul gem. Which, once again, you know, we we don't know, not once again, but uh, we don't know where the soul gem is at. We don't at. know where it is again. <laughs> we don't. But, you know, all this movie all signs points to fucking Wakanda. Wakanda. What's he doing in Wakanda
1: if not trying to get the last gem?
2: Yeah. And, and we still have a whole Black Panther movie to address the soul gem. So, you know, I got soul. I'm super I'm super bad. bad. Is that racist? Is that yes. racist to say that Very. Black Panther has the soul gem? Yes. Um, let me see. What else? <laughs> we saw the trailer. We were so excited. I mean, um, I mean,
1: I'm just generally pumped for it.
2: You know, we got the Hulkbuster. You see the Hulkbuster suit. <laughs> You see Banner Bruce Banner next to it standing next to like the uh, the, like arm a, the, the, the arm of it
1: I am going to guess he's getting like hulk-tile dysfunction going on at some point so they're like well put you in the armor and then if you feel like you're hulking just get out
2: Yeah because they you see like and, and this was brought up once again on a video I watched the way he's running mm-hmm. the way the Hulkbuster is running is the way kind of Hulk ran in Thor Ragnarok yeah. very animal like so if it is uh Bruce Banner on the inside now someone had brought this up and it would be so fucking cool if it happens what mm-hmm. if he's using that as you know his erectile dysfunctional mm-hmm. thing and then he hulks out and then the he suit? hulks out in the oh. suit breaking through the suit as the Hulk
1: if that doesn't happen I want my fucking money <laughs> out, guess,
2: uh, you know and it's a disposable suit it's not like Tony can't make another one yeah. so that would be a fucking kick ass scene mm-hmm. you know he, fin- he finally gets angry enough he finally gets mad enough to fucking uh, go through the suit um let me see. I mean, I kind of like the idea of the Hulk and the Hulkbuster suit fighting together. That would be fucking awesome. Yes. You know, one was meant to be a deterrent, and now they're using it to work hand in hand.
1: Well, if you think about it, like, the Hulkbuster suit was made to be stronger than the Hulk. Mm-hmm. So what if you just retrofit it to put the Hulk in it? Oh, my it's God. Hulk strength plus Hulkbuster strength?
2: <laughs> well, then it would have to be bigger than. Oh, no. Well, you know, it'd be the Iron Man suit, but on bigger, the Hulk. Bigger
1: on the inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's. it's Iron Hulk, oh. give <laughs> me <mean>, that movie. <laughs> Iron Hulk and
2: Ironheart in Iron Hulkheart. Hulk, heart. Hulk and t- Heart. T- title, Pen- Pen- t- title pending. <laughs> <laughs> DC, I mean Disney owns it, so <laughs> maybe. Emma Watson really, yeah. is
1: Gregory Williams, and the riots start. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Talk about whitewashing. People got mad when uh, what's her face played the the ancient one. <laughs> he just brickwashed washed Iron. <laughs> <laughs> um, let me see. I mean, I'm. I'm I can't think of any other things with the trailer. Eh, the, Iron Spider.
1: This is, a, this is a decent jumping off point. Get I'm this saying. man a shield. It, 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 just watch the trailer and every time your heart flutters, yeah, ours too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you know, uh, Captain America as Nomad running with what looks like some sort of Wakandan gauntlets. Just
1: some Wonder Woman bracelets. which great.
2: Which, you know, we would love to see maybe transform into some sort of shield? Or maybe each shield each of them a shield themselves.
1: Or if he just bashes them together and they make like a fucking tower shield and he just walks through Riot Cop style. Wow. I want that shot.
2: Yeah. Well it would it would be for all intents and purposes the Captain America shield, but like what if they make it they made it like What if it's
1: guns too? What if it's like Deadshot Shot Wrist guns? Because he was using guns up until Avengers.
2: Yeah. He was, yeah.
1: And if ever you need guns, I think it's when Aliens invade. Yeah. Or when Billy Russo's being an asshole. <laughs> I,
2: I, just, I just don't think they're going to go with guns just because...
1: It just it, it would be silly not to use any weapon at your disposal when Thanos is attacking. Trump is a crack shot. He has superhuman everything physical. Mm-hmm. He's, everything about him is just peak human physical condition. So, you know.
2: But what if, I mean, I I was going to say, like, what if his, like you said, like the riot shield, but what if it's, like, ceremonially, like a long, like a, like, like an African shield, like a long, like a long shield. It's not a circular shield, like like an oval shield, but, like, ceremonial looking. Like a a Shaka Zulu kind of thing? Yeah. You know know what I'm saying? Like, where it looks, you know, it has a design to it. It has, it's not just a circle, it's a long thing that maybe looks like a mask or looks like a. A thing, but I mean, not well, that I mean, he, ha-
1: he like puts it on as a mask. Like, I'm not going out. There. <laughs> <laughs>
2: but your face will be bulletproof. I don't want my face to be bulletproof.
1: Cap, yeah, you're insulting our host. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you wear the fucking mask, Tony. You stay fucking distant.
2: <laughs> <No>, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, get this man a shield, which had instantly the next day online. It was a meme. Yeah. You <laughs> get know, this get
1: this man pictures of spider. Get this man pictures
2: spider. That was my favorite. You know. Uh, you know, get this man report December 15th, 1991. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, uh, you know, this aunt may, you know, get this woman a husband, uh, Peter Cole, get this man a father. <laughs> uh, it was, it was like Loki, like get this guy a throne. That was whatever.
1: He, he can get it himself. Yeah. He's more than capable.
2: And we see, we do see Loki with the cosmic cube yep. in the trailer. Fucking rat. Yeah. Well, he's going to save his own ass, mm. you know. He's going to use it as a bargaining chip at least.
1: He might save some ass
2: guardians too. Yeah, that's why I'm protecting his ass. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's, well, I mean, it pretty much it's going to end up, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens after Thor Ragnarok mm. when it comes to uh, getting people oh, off the um, ship.
1: We might have watched different videos then. Thanos kills a fuckload of Asgardians. guardians. Oh. Uh, th- there's a shot. Him standing in front of just a pile of bodies. And they've got his guardian tattoos.
2: Oh. So
1: he he kills several at
2: least. <laughs> Maybe he kills several, then gets to Loki. And Loki's, and Loki's like, like, stop
1: <laughs> killing people. You I'll want k- this, right?
2: <laughs> Get it, <boy. laughs> or, the, uh, or some illusion. Oh, okay. <laughs> so we're going to wrap it up. Yep. That's what she said. Uh, wait. Um, about what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm wrapping up my penis in a condom before I stick it in her. Why is she cheating on you? Uh, no, maybe I'm cheating on her and I have or what if I'm having sex with a stranger and she said wrap it up cuz she it, doesn't know what diseases you, you were, I may have. She wants the cock and I and 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 she doesn't know if I have gonorrhea. So if I wear a condom, I can't give her gonorrhea.
1: See, I, I've been on the same page as you for about a minute. I
2: was just like, <laughs> <you> keep going. <laughs> uh, all right. So please visit two dot net. Where you can find things, all things show related. Find everything show related. You can find links to our iTunes page. If you have an iPhone, an iPad, or iPod, you can download us on the iTunes on the iTunes. I don't know if anyone even listens. Anyone gets their podcast of iTunes anymore. But if you do, you can get that. You can find us on iTunes. If you have an Android device, you can find us on the Stitcher app. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R, the Stitcher app for Android devices. Every podcast worth listening to, Kevin Smith's podcast, Chris Hardwick's The Nerdist, This American Life, Adam Carolla, they're all on the Stitcher app. And of course, Paul's other podcast, I have to mention, <laughs> the Tanami Faithful podcast, also on Stitcher. Um, you can find us on the our hosting site, SoundCloud, which is also available for Android and iPhone devices. We want your money. We need your money. But if you can't give us a dime, you can uh, like us on Facebook slash Two Strangers, One Podcast. All spelled out, Two Strangers, One Podcast. Like and share this episode, like and share the entire page. Uh, So even if you can't contribute a dime, it's still helping the show out. Uh, If you want to write us, you can write us at Two Strangers, One Podcast at gmail.com. That's all spelled out, Two Strangers, One Podcast at gmail.com, which I forgot to check the email before the podcast, which I'll probably do right now. if you want to write to us... No, I just said that. You can write to us at two strangers one podcast at gmail.com. podcast you gmail.com know this? We're on Twitter. <laughs> We're on Twitter uh, at Stranger Podcast. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh, for the episode... Now, if you go on iTunes or SoundCloud, um, we've only had episodes from the past year. The podcast has been out for five years. So you could also go on uh, YouTube and search for Two Strangers One Podcast and listen to the very first episode. Well over five... Five and a half years now, about the halfway point of the five and a half years worth of Two Strangers in a World Podcast. And you can also look up my Stranger Vlogs, which I've recorded like two more Stranger Vlogs. I haven't like updated it in about a year, but you could also uh, go and check out my my Stranger Vlogs. Find out what someone was stealing uh, from you know a couple episodes back. I mentioned that a guy was reposting my Stranger Vlogs and just and podcasts in general. Um, if you want to hear my audio book from my second book, Odd I See Itself and Road, that's also on the YouTube page. Do you read it? No, I don't read I a computer program read. I wanted to read it, but I just, I, for some reason, I didn't like hearing the sound of my voice, which a lot is of, oddly a lot enough. of emotion
1: out of that computer. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
2: no, that's more bullshit. Nothing new on the, No, 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 new emails. Oscar fell off the face of the earth. Oscar, one of our super fans, used to write every episode. Now he hasn't written in a while. Maybe he's dead. Uh, well, he's down in Chile. His I possibility... hope I didn't just make
1: it true by saying it. <laughs> well, no, there was there was like
2: there was like a, an earthquake in Chile, and like we didn't hear from him for a while, and then like then he wrote back and was like, "Chris, you're still a fat fuck." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I, I got out from under that rubble <laughs> just to tell you you're a prick. <laughs> I crawled out. Um. So is there anything that you want to promote or pimp, or want people get in contact with you, or you don't want people you don't want people getting contact Leave with
1: me? You. The fuck alone. <laughs> no, Um. I. I don't know. I don't really have anything going on worth pimping at the moment. Okay. If I do, I'll let you know. Right now, I'm just, uh, I'm just playing Mario. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right. Well, we certainly hope you guys enjoyed listening as much fun as we did recording. Thank you for listening to Two Strangers in One Podcast. I'm Chris. I've been Austin. Don't be a stranger. Peace.
3: We're out. Bye. You should be fapping.
0: All right. Here we go, man. Go ahead. You want it right Double
3: there? jackpot. What is it? It is a self-published book by Christopher Cologne. Chris
0: Cologne? Smells good to me. But- <laughs> 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 Look at her. Broke. <laughs> I broke that fucking cold little exterior. He's like,
3: hee-hee. But it is spelled C O L O N. I'm punny. But... <laughs> <laughs> Double Jackpot is a book about a comic book artist Eric who is in a loveless relationship with oh, a materialistic I feel you, Eric. Lynette
0: I'm, I'm, <laughs> oh fucking are you sure I didn't write this <laughs> uh, I sm- sounds hauntingly familiar
3: he starts cheating on his girlfriend with a more creatively su- sorry creatively supportive woman Nadia
0: oh, I, I gotta meet her where's the Nadia there's your summer girlfriend summer Nadia is Nadia
3: Nadia?
0: Yeah, I think Nadia spelled with an A. All right. Both Lynette and uh, Nadia play the double jackpot, the largest payout in lotto history, much like the recent Powerball. Both girls play his birth date as the winning as the winning numbers. Eric is now stuck between two of the country's richest women. Who will he choose? It's not that simple. This is a clever fucking idea, man. Look at her. Fucking, she's impressed. I am. Summer she got some summer
3: reading. Uh,
0: Christopher Cologne. Smells real lovely. With an original idea. Is this? I've never heard this before.
3: I haven't either. This is a self-published book, much in the indie spirit, as Kev's clerks.
0: Oh, you don't even need to name check me. This is just a good idea. You can stand on your own, man. You don't even have to be like hey remember clerks this is nothing like that <laughs> this is way more original than clerks this is a good idea man why didn't i think it is
3: i need something to read this book is part of the comic books heavy metal video games trilogy book 2 odd i see a tale from the road coming soon
0: right on man it's part of a trilogy this is the first part
3: way to write man
0: he's <laughs> seeking a literary agent motherfuckers anybody out there there ain't no literary agents listening to the show i assure you sure sure i assure you sure but somebody know a literary agent? Welcome motherfucker up! Chris Colone, come up with an original idea. I should tell Raskin, that's a good fucking idea, to be so honest too. with you. That's a fucking rom-com right there. Megan, get Raskin on the phone. <laughs> Isn't it possible to get Raskin on the phone? No? Yeah. I wanna run it past him, man. I wanna, and if it happens, I get a taste, Chris Colone, I get a, a whiff, if you will.
3: The book could also be ordered on www
0: $5 is yeah. insanely inexpensive. 15 is not even that bad for a for paperback version. No. This is a million-dollar idea right here. Like a, a fucking a movie about a dude who fucking is stuck between two chicks, both of who play his birthday and win the lottery. Come on! Come, I like I can it. see that trailer. Chris Cologne is on to something. Nobody else can smell it but me. I'll read it. Thank you. I'm going to make that smelly joke. I all. know.
3: You're trying to get me to laugh again. It worked once. <laughs> Double
0: Jackpot is a self-published book by Chris Cologne. Man, it's the first book in his comic books, heavy metal, video games trilogy. Book two, Odd I See, A Tale from the Road, should be coming out soon. Get all the information. Chris Cologne, like a motherfucker, I will and his totally book, read this. Double Jackpot. I'm serious. I'm going to recommend that to fucking Raskin. That's how is that not a movie? You know what I'm saying? This could be a sexy movie. You could do an R-rated version. There could be nudie in it, and you could sell them fucking both chicks.